0: Okay, so this is very appropriate to breakfast. There's um, one of the Jewish traditions and one of the the Jewish laws is that we don't partake in food until we make a blessing. We don't eat food until we make a blessing. And um, there's different blessings for different types of foods depending on where the food originates from. Um, meaning if it's from the ground, from a tree, if it's processed, um, from grain. And there's the, the, it's interesting to discuss why. What is the reason why we make blessings? And um, there's going to be a, we're going to associate it with something in the Parsha. and come out something very interesting. So the reason why we make blessings um, is explained because really the world belongs to God the world belongs to God meaning God created it and so to speak God put us here and God by him putting us here he allowed us to partake from the world but being that the world is created by God so that means that everything is, has the status of being um, so to speak holy and God's property, God's possession and we need to um, in some way God needs to, needs to grant us permission To be able to use it okay. It associates directly With something discussed in the Pasha this week Which is the concept of Things which are kodesh. Different. There's different uh, kodesh. When Certain sacrifices or different things were brought in the temple um, Food in the temple Was considered to be holy In the form that No one was to be able to eat from them Other than the ko- koyanim Other than the priests The, the family of the koyanim in the temple. And for anyone else to be able to, to, to eat or derive pleasure from that which was brought in the temple, it would be, it's a prohibition. It's called being the <laughs> B'Kedushah. There's a whole section of Hilchus <laughs> Me'ilah. Um, that a person was not allowed to um, partake, take pleasure or eat from something which was in the temple, it was only for the Koyanim. Because the Koyanim, the priests, it wasn't that they are um, God, it really belongs to God. And someone brings it to the temple. And so, the Koyanim, they were, they were people that dedicated their whole life, life to God. And therefore, they were a pure representation of God. And them eating it, it was, so to speak, being offered to God by the consum- consumption of the Koyanim, of the priests. So, this is the concept of Kedusha. That when someone dedicated an animal towards the temple, towards God, someone brought a sacrifice, then the animal was to be eaten generally only by the Koyanim. Um, so. That concept applies really in a, to everything in the world. Everything in the world is considered to be qaydesh, holy. And by us partaking or taking pleasure, deriving pleasure, eating from that which is in the world, it's almost like a mi'ilah, we're moyo where We're taking pleasure from something which really belongs to God. And it's not, so to speak, in our um, uh, possession, um, uh, under our ownership to be able to take control of it. It's funny when we think about it. You think you buy something, you now own it. But uh, in truth, it belongs to God. (laughs) So before you partake in something, we make a blessing. And by making that blessing, we're acknowledging that it belongs to God. And by that, so to speak, it gives us some um, room and permission to be able to uh, to eat it and take pleasure from it. Now, the question is, um, if we understand it in such a way, it becomes a little problematic. Because if you think about it, um, it wasn't just within the ability... Of anyone, meaning according to this, if I come to the temple, someone dedicated an animal to the temple, someone gave a sacrifice. So, so to speak, I should be able to come to the temple, make a blessing and eat from it. Meaning if the whole concept of the premise and the basis of the whole thing is that it belongs to God, it's holy, and I'm not allowed to partake in something because it belongs to God, then if a blessing solves that, why doesn't a blessing solve that for... for just because you have to make a blessing to eat doesn't mean you eat everything because you made a blessing. Why does that disturb you so much? There are certain foods you can eat, and when you can eat, you make a bracha. There are many foods you can't eat, only for the cohen, and no bracha is going to lie to you. So my it's question, really, my question really—that is the question. My question really is: What does the blessing accomplish? I don't know. If it, if some, it accomplishes when something, something, is something... Motor to you, specifically, then you need a bracha to activate that to be able to. But just because it's food mean it's why is the food in the temple not mutter to me? Because it's Kaddushah, because it's Kaddish. That's the same premise for the blessings we make, because things are Kaddish. They belong to God. You don't know why, that isn't enough. Yeah. I'm not really going to answer that. I don't have the full answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I'm just uh, bringing out the, the, the question. Um, the, and, uh, the question basically is, what does is the, ber- the blessing accomplish? Meaning how come all of a sudden, now that I acknowledge it belongs to God, so now I acknowledge it belongs to God, I shouldn't be able to use it. I- I'm acknowledging it belongs to God. That God created it. So now what allows me to now partake from it? So um, I, I want to share an insight, which can be learned from something in the parsha which can shed light on it. And not perhaps answer the whole thing, but uh, g- just give us some, some insight and some more meaning in the blessings that we make. Where in the Pasuk, in the Parsha, there's an interesting halakha, where it says that V'khoyen, it talks about all the different people, it says that only the Khoyen can partake from the food, and not only the Khoyen, but there's different people that are also allowed to partake from the food. Um, such as the Khoyen's family, and there was another exception. Not only the kohen's family, meaning his daughters even, but V'choyin, um, I'm looking for the Pasuk, Ki'ikne Nefesh, right here. V'choyin Ki'ikne Nefesh Kinyan Kaspoi, Hu Yechaboy. That if a Koyin were to purchase a person, meaning if the Koyin were to, were to hire um, someone to, be, to work for him, to be um, a, a, a slave in the times of, in back then where there was the concept of Evad K'nani. Rashi explains, Evad K'nani shekani If a Koyin... Um, and even if that uh, slave would have children, so um, so the if if a, a Koyan acquires someone uh, a person which was considered to be part of his property, that slave while he was under the ownership of the Koyan, he was also allowed to eat from the same food that the Koyan can eat from. Why? Because he's, he's considered part of the coin's property. He's considered, he falls under the holiness that the coin falls under. Just by the fact that he's owned by the coin, Meaning that, 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 that these foods were holy. And being that they were holy, they were only able to be partaken, they were only able to be consumed by a coin which was holy himself. Um, and uh, dedicated and devoted to God his whole life. And the, the property of the Qayyim, a slave which was acquired by the Qayyim, was also allowed to partake in the same way from the Qayyim, just by the fact that it was owned by the Qayyim. So uh, if we understand that, uh, that halacha, that can in some way shed light on our discussion, on our topic, on the blessing. That when a, when a person makes a blessing, I mean these are blessings that we make by mitzvahs, not really by food. Where we say, Asha'i kidshonu b'mitzvahya that um, where we say that we, blessed are you Hashem, that has sanctified us and commanded us. Um, but even when we make a blessing on food, um, what, it's, what, what really is happening, when we make that blessing, if you understand what's happening in this way, that we are acknowledging not just that God is the one that created everything, and we're acknowledging that, that, that God put us in the world and gave us to partake from it and take pleasure from it. But when we make a blessing what we are really doing is we're, we're, we're being mekabal on ourselves, Oh, al-shamayim. When we're saying, Baruch atah Hashem, Blessed are you, God, elekenu, Melech our God, who is the king of the world, the master of the world. When we say that blessing, what we are really acknowledging is much more than just the fact that God created the world. What we're acknowledging is that we are, so to speak, God's, worshiping God. We are an evid to God. We are a slave to God in the way that we are put in this world to, to, to fulfill a mission that God gave us. We are put in this world to, to work for God, to do something godly. And we're not here for ourselves. So when a person experiences, experiences that while he makes the blessing, he is so to speak putting himself in this category of like an evid to the koyim. Someone which is, which is a slave to the koyim. So much is now acquired and now the property of the coin. When we make a blessing, we are accepting upon ourselves to be under that ownership of God. We are accepting upon ourselves to be in this world not under our own ownership. Not that we're here in this world to do whatever we want and to just enjoy the world without acknowledging God and without putting ourselves under, under God's um, uh, um, ownership. But when we make the blessing, we're saying, that, <laughs> that we're acknowledging God as being the Melech <laughs> And that we are part of, we are in this world um, under God's uh, um, direction, under God's ownership here, for not for ourselves, but to fulfill our Godly purpose, which in a deeper way is for ourselves, because we all have God inside of us with a Godly soul. Um, but when we acknowledge that, we become God's property. We become like an evid to God, and it falls under this category of this alakha. By being a, a, um, a evet of God, we're like kinyan We're kinyan We are um, the uh, we are acquired by God, and now we're able to partake from whatever Hashem put in the world because we're not partaking from it for our own consumption. We're not partaking from it as a as a um, as an individual. We're partaking from it as being someone that has put ourselves and accepted upon ourselves, God as being our creator, God as being our master, here for a godly purpose, and here to fulfill a godly mission. And therefore everything we consume is for that holy purpose. So this is what a blessing really accomplishes. Why it doesn't answer the question fully, is because if that's what it is, and you make a blessing, you you should be able to... It's a beautiful message of a my blessing. My father recently yeah. wrote an English saver just about this topic, and tomorrow morning, Ritz I'm going to bring twenty sperm and donate to the shul. Everybody wow. could go ahead and take it. It's absolutely about brachas. When you say bracha what does it actually do? What does that activate, and how does that connect so, to you? So, bring tomorrow. Give a little. Well, uh, no, no, I didn't finish today. it. <laughs> you didn't start it. <laughs> what? Did Did you start? It? I, don't, I didn't have it to start. Didn't I give you? I never gave it. I don't think oh, I, I gave you it. To you showed it to me. So you showed me didn't even give me that me.